Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome inside Garage Door Sports. Your no-holds-barred weekly discussion on everything in the sporting world. For all your news on hockey, baseball, basketball, football, soccer, and more, you've come to the right place. And now, it's time for your hosts, Nick McVicker, Kyle Vardy, and Irfan Manji. That's right, folks. Another episode of Garage Door Sports is here. Episode number 18 of the podcast. Nick McVicker joined in studio by Kyle Vardy. How you doing, dude? Saturday. Tired, not feeling great, but other than that, glad to be here. Yeah, well, we're glad to have you here. Sorry you're not feeling great. It's, it's that time of year. It's, it's, it was a long week. Summer's winding down, and it's starting to get colder. So, And it was a long week at it work was, for everybody. It was a very long week. For everybody. <laughs> yes. Erfan <laughs> um, couldn't join us. He's currently doing an orientation for school. So next week, he should be back. Well, that sounds like riveting action. Oh, riveting. Absolutely astounding. Um, but you got us, and we got a really cool show today, doing yep. the all football preview show, and by all football we mean all North American football, really. <laughs> yeah, that has that. I guess I can't say all because the CFL, but the CFL's been going on for a while, so we can't really do a preview show of that. Yeah, that's just prematurity. We'll do a preview show of the playoffs when that's coming around, but other than that, we don't we can't really do a preview show of the CFL. So yeah, exactly. We'll stick to the NFL. We'll stick to NC2A, and we'll finish off with a little OUA. And by a little, I mean probably a very little, because mm-hmm. it's the OUA. There's not a whole lot that changes year to year. Thankfully, not a whole lot. No. Thankfully, for the Western, <laughs> uh, big news on that later as well. But let's start with the big show, NFL. Again, we we kind of talked about it last week, and we did a good job sort of summarizing everything, but mm-hmm. this is going to be a very interesting year. This is probably the first year in, in like, the last 10 that I really don't know what's going to happen at any point along the way. There is realistically, like, six or seven teams that could win the championship. The divisions aren't all set, like, you go into some years and, like, you know the Patriots are going to win. You know this, you know this, you know this. Other than a couple divisions, I'm not sure any division is really set in stone how it should play out. Yep. And it's kind of like – it is really up in the air for the first time in a while, in my opinion. And that's it's a good thing for the league, but it's – you just really don't know going into the season what your team's going to expect. No, it's true. There's, there's so many moving parts now, especially, that it's uh, making the league a lot more – I guess better competition. Absolutely. Um, there's lots of players that are breaking out and that kind of stuff. You know, there's as you said, there is a couple divisions that are still you kind of know what's relatively set. Um, but you look at like AFC North, for example, like that was relatively set up until last year, where it was either the Steelers or the Ravens. Yep. Like absolutely. And now with Steelers losing AB and Le'Veon and the Browns going all in with OBJ and the Browns literally going all in with everybody yeah, on their yeah. Yeah. <laughs> offense. Honestly, it just opens up that, that that makes it much more interesting. Every game, every division game is now even that much more important. Absolutely, 
you know, division game. Sorry, division games matter, right? So division games need to matter, though. Yeah. And that's that's the kind of that's the good thing about the parity, I guess. Yeah. Is that the division games now matter again for the first time in a while at a, in a bunch of these divisions. Yeah, um, and then after today, AFC South looks a little bit more open too. Yeah. All right, so luck with luck retiring, and then Houston for some reason trading Jadavion Clowney. That was just never a fit. It, it, I don't know what it was. He just never fit in that team, and he played well. Yeah, but it just it was never a good fit for him and the squad itself. So I guess they decided to finally cut ties, and it's just like, wow. Well, it was showing today that um, so they put the trade on the Madden twenty to see if the trade would go through. Yeah, no, not and a chance. It wasn't. It was zero interest in the trade. Zero. Yeah, I found that hilarious. Oh, would that does that surprise you though? Yes and no. Like then again, most NFL trades like you would never expect to happen. Like uh, Josh Gordon for what was a fifth, I think. Yep, and, and then you see the Bills have been offloading guys they were going to cut yeah. to. Multiple teams. Patriots, I know, picked up at least one, right? Yeah, they got uh, Russell Bodine. Right. And the Bills weren't going to keep him. So he, like, he, those may have, he may have been their backup center, but it would, that would have been no, the they, they, most. It was, there was already talk he was getting cut. Yeah. So it's like I, those kind of trades baffle me. Well, I think especially when it comes to that, though, it's like they're they trading the player and a seventh for a sixth. Yeah. So realistically moving up. 20 spots or so. 30 spots, maybe. Yeah, maybe 30 at, spots. That's the most. Right? right. Which, in the NFL, is really not that big of a deal. No, I, and so, I get that, but it's just more like... It's more like when you're trading like a, like a star player and you're getting a fourth-round pick for him. It's like... Yeah. Really? Yeah. But... Well, why, don't we, why don't we start with that uh, clowny trade? Yeah. Um, so he's going to... The Seattle. Seattle Seahawks. Um. And they're getting, they're getting uh, who back? Oh, uh, third round pick. Third round. I think it was Barkevius Mingo. Bar- that's it, Mingo. And a corner, I think that I don't really know to be honest. Yeah, but the the Mingo one is the one that's a little bit surprising because he, he was. Oh, sorry, it's another linebacker, Jacob Martin. Right. Um, and Martin played well last year, I believe, but nothing yeah. spectacular. Um. Again, I think the Mingo thing was the one that caught me by surprise. And only because he was a top pick, wasn't he? Two years ago? Barkevius Mingo? No, no, no. He was he was a pick a long time ago. Uh he originally was drafted uh twenty thirteen. Twenty thirteen, okay. By the Browns. Uh spent about three or four years there. Went to the Patriots for a year. That's it. Okay. I, um, I, for some reason I thought he was. And then he's bounced around between teams. He never he was sixth overall pick. Um, but he never really lived up to that hype. Fair. Um he was an he was an okay pass rusher, but he never came out to be anything other than that. Like he was drafted as a linebacker. Yeah. So uh, never really fit the pass coverage and stuff like that, but could run rush the passer. So Fair enough. I uh, mean I was just I was a little surprised by it. Yeah, no, and it's it's one of those I guess Houston wanted to bring him in, maybe possibly replace Clowney on the, that outside edge. Yeah. Uh, opposite J.J. Watt, who knows? Um, yeah, no, it's, it's inter- interesting for sure. Um, apparently there was a rumored trade for to the Dolphins. For Tunsil. Yeah. But they uh, Javion refused to go. Okay. He said he wouldn't sign his franchise tag there, and delaying the process, so... That's what the, that trade blew up. Apparently, he wanted to go either Seattle or Philadelphia. So 
Um, makes a little <laughs> bit of sense, I guess. I mean, those two are two solid teams. Like, you're not going. Oh, for sure. And you really don't know what's happening in Miami. No, my, Miami, he would have been, like, the biggest piece in the part of a giant rebuild. Yeah. So right? it's, it's so hard It's hard to want to go there in that scenario for him. I, I get yeah. that. Like, in, in Houston's mind, it was probably that trade was probably ideal because they would have got, like, a pro Bowl quality tackle and back Absolutely. in return, right? Rather Absolutely. Rather than a, a third-round pick who who knows what you're going to get with it. Yeah. And two linebackers that are, you know, not stars, but not... Not cuttable. Know, depth, right? Yeah. Um, There's another big move, and it was actually a cut, mm-hmm. um, and that was LaShawn McCoy. Yep. Uh, we talked about him last week, about the Bills probably moving on from him. Yeah, w- and he, we were trying to figure out if they were going to trade him or what. Yeah, we, uh, we were kind of thinking he was going to get traded, and it cut. turns out they decided just to cut him. Yeah. So I guess that means uh, their their running backs have done great in the preseason. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, exactly. And I think I think it's going to. Well, it also means did they end up cutting Wade or no? I haven't seen yet. Okay. I've been trying to figure that out. So um, it means maybe he made that team. Who knows? Which I think would be really cool. Yeah, I I, I want that to happen, but I. I can't confer, can either confirm nor deny that he has made the team yet. Yeah, so I think I think it all comes down to how he was outplayed in the preseason. I think um, Frank Gore, especially on that contract, kind of made himself that that one one back. Well, they're saying Devin Singletary is going to be the one. Oh, is he? That's that's what they're saying. I don't I don't know if that's true. I've just heard that on the you know Twitter sphere. He'll he'll falter in the first couple games and it'll be Frank Gore's team and then Singletary will have to learn from Frank Frank Gore I think is the biggest thing which isn't a bad thing it's not a bad thing at all right that's that's he's a first round pick that was a sorry he's a first round first year player is what I was trying to say yes third uh, round I knew pick. what you were doing yeah third round pick right first year player you kind of need to learn how to do some things yeah and that's where the veteran especially Frank Gore who is the epitome of a veteran yeah um comes into play right so I think there's that um, I honestly would not be surprised to see uh, McCoy go to either Tampa, yeah, or, or Houston. We also talked about Miami as or being Miami a possible too. spot, but, but apparently Kenyon Drake's now going to be back for yeah. the season. That so. was that was the one spot we yeah. talked about. Now that he so might be back, he might it might not be a good spot. I, th- I anymore. think Houston's ideal right now, especially with Lamar Miller tearing his ACL. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and realistically, he's not going to make much money on this next contract. It'll probably be a one-year prove-it deal. Absolutely. It, right. it kind of has to be at this yeah. point. He hasn't. He did not look great last year. No. And this preseason, he really did not look great. Yeah. I think I think one game he had 10 carries for 60 yards or something like that, but um, not, not anything showing that he's really truly a number one uh, running back by any means. No. And that's or at the least maybe if he goes to a new team, he'll get a new breath of life. Who knows? Yeah, and that's that's always a possibility. But we were—I was just surprised that they straight out cut him and didn't trade him. Well, I think it all all comes down to his contract, right? Yeah. So he uh, his money was the fifth ranked in running backs. No, I know. Right, and he was not producing. No, not even close. So, so interesting. So, so those are some of the moves. But why don't we look at what we kind of expect from this season? Because it's. It is wide open, as yep. we said, but let's let's start with the divisions that we think are pretty much set. And I think easy one to start with is obviously the AFC East. Mm-hmm. 
yes, I hate to say it, but your uh, Patriots, I think, are going to win the division again. I, I, I think based on what they have, based on the team, I think that's definitely an estimated guess. Is what uh, you can it's say. a fair, it's a like, fair guess. Yeah, it's, I think I think anyone who looks at this division right now thinks the Patriots are probably going to win the division. Yeah, the, the thing is, I think this might be the last last year where it's a given. Yeah, because um, I think the Bills looked great in the preseason. Absolutely, they and, went four and zero, and it looks like they're like improving greatly. The Dolphins, obviously, they went three and one in the in the preseason, but we all know they're a rebuilding team and going to be probably bottom of the division. Yeah, probably. And the Jets looked all right. We'll see how Darnold develops and what Le'Veon can bring. Not sure what's going to happen in that aspect. Uh, yeah, you really don't know with that, but it's a, it's an interesting division after the Patriots, I think, this year. To see how those three teams kind of beat up on each other and yeah. do what they need to do to try to get that second spot, maybe a wild card spot. That's what I'm, I'm interested to see if there's a wild card that comes out of that division, uh, whether it be the Jets or the Bills, depending on who they play, strength yeah, of schedule, whatever it may be. Um, it, it, be. it definitely could be int- – it, like there's not going to be any runaway games, I don't think. No. I think the only run- runaway games could really be against Miami. Yeah. Um, but – like the Jets, I think they're going to play a little bit tighter. I think it's going to be closer games. Yeah. The Bills, I can see it being a shootout between teams that they play. Like they have a great defense, but I think Josh Allen's going to sling the ball a little bit more this year. So I think it could end up being like a yeah, it could be a like, shootout type of thing. I think it could that, that that Bills team could kind of replicate what the Packers did in the early two thousands with gunslinger Favre throwing the ball around. Mm-hmm. Allen reminds me of that kind of quarterback. Now yep. maybe I'm not saying he's. Favre-esque, but he's he's got that gunslinger mentality, and he's happy to just throw the ball and try to see what happens. Yeah. Right? And that, that could be what the Bills sort of mimic their offense after is the early early 2000s Packers. I could also see it being part of uh, Seattle, right? Where yeah. Where it's uh, outstanding defense, and the offense just had to put up some points. Yeah. Right? That's true. And I think... No, I agree with that. I, I, sure. I think, I'm just saying the offense. No, no, I, absolutely. And that's what I mean. Like, I think... That defense is going to be great. Yeah, I'm still worried about the corners. Is the only problem? Yeah, but their front seven is going to be outstanding, and they're definitely going to put pressure on every quarterback they play against. Absolutely. So I think they're definitely going to be an interesting, interesting team to watch. Um, I guess moving on to the AFC North, we kind of already touched about that. That um, it's really a, a toss up. Well, it's funny. I was I was thinking about this this morning and yeah. how I wanted to frame the AFC North. Yeah, and. If you look at betting sites, the odds on favor to win the division is the Browns. Yep. If I look at the Browns and I look at the other teams in the division, I want to agree with that. But yeah. It's the Browns. Yeah, it's <laughs> and it's and I I try to come up with some sort of comparison to why I can't put the Browns there just yet until I see something. It's like the Leafs in the playoffs. It's like Tottenham in England. Uh, until I see it happen, yeah, I don't believe it's going to happen because yeah. it's the Browns. Like our entire lifetime, the Browns have sucked. They have, well, they never had a quarterback. That was the biggest thing. I agree, they but had, they, they were the quarterback carousel of the entire NFL. Agreed. Somebody, I'm not denying s- that fact. Somebody cut that quarterback. Yeah, give me him. I'll take him. It was. It's, they they were, needed they, a body. Yeah, they were the laughing stock. Like that's that's the biggest thing, right? right? But until I see it, I don't want to dub them the winner of this division. Even though on paper, 
I can't see any other team in this division beating them. Although everybody's high on Baltimore and everything's Lamar Jackson's the second coming of God, apparently. Everybody's saying he's going to be the greatest fantasy quarterback in the last, you know, since Patty Mahomes last year. I, I, I'm not buying it. I'm not buying it yet either. It's the same, I think it's the same thing. This yeah. division is a show me and then I'll believe you division at yeah. this point. Like the only the only steady thing in this division is Big Ben. Big Ben and Juju. I think Juju's sad as well. Oh, no, but right? I'm saying so. like as far as showing that they can do something, Big Ben is the only quarterback in oh, this division who has shown it consistently. Even the Bengals, like they don't have the consistency. No. They they've had a couple good years with uh Oh, I'm totally blanking on his name right now. Quarterback. Andy Dalton. Thank you. He's he's had a couple good years in his career, but up and down in between. Like it's like you can't they're not gonna be good. They're I think they're the bottom of the division. You don't think the red haired Rocket's gonna come out? I kinda hope he does, and I hope Lamar Jackson does well, and I hope uh Baker Mayfield does well, and I hope Ben Roethlisberger does well, because that'd be a fun division to watch if they yeah. had four unreal quarterbacks lighting each other up. Yeah, I Andy Dalton's not even in, in that consideration. I'm still putting Lamar Jackson ahead of him, which is sad to say as a quarterback. Um, eh, Lamar, Lamar Jackson showed some good good spots last year, but not enough. Yeah, but the biggest thing is if you stack the box, can he beat you with his arm? This is true. Probably not. Apparently this year he's worked on his mechanics. And I was all say, he has a better and, chance than Tebow, in my opinion. No, for sure. <laughs> but but he was. I think he's also a better athlete than Tebow, right? Yes, for sure. So... Um, Apparently he's worked on his mechanics, worked on his fluidity in the arm and all kind of stuff, and making sure that it goes through yeah, 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 and all yeah, yeah. everything like that. And his follow through um, is all there. Yeah, I guess he's. Uh, people are saying it's better and it's it's more it's improved, good. but uh, again, I'll see it when I believe it, or I'll believe it when I see it. Same thing. Vice versa. I'll see it when I believe it. Exactly. <laughs> when I believe it in my head, I'll see it. It's fine. Eventually, I'll end up believing it and seeing it and whatever. Um, but what do you? Okay, so. We could talk and say the inconsistency. What do you see from this division? I honestly, I I see the Browns winning it. I do. Okay. I think with all the pieces they've added, their star power is going to overplay the doubts of if they can actually do it. No, I I, I agree with that. I just I, I'm still just stuck in the is this really happening phase right now, right? Like. <laughs> It's the Browns. It's like, what? Yeah. And I think once they actually, like, prove that, you know, they can do it, like, if they show up in the first three games and blow everybody out. Yeah. No, that's fine. Then, okay. I'm starting to believe that this is actually a thing, right? So I, I love their offense. I think it looks so much fun. Yeah. And I really hope that it, they do win the division. Um, let's move on to the other division we've already sort of talked about before, the AFC South. Yep. And the who wants to win the division division? Because everyone des- has decided that they want to keep losing players. <laughs> yeah. It's like obviously in Indy's case. <laughs> it wasn't yeah. Really Indy's, on, Indy's it case wasn't is really different. Them, no, no. Indy's case is different. Yeah. But every team in this division keeps like throwing players away. And now if you look at the betting, people are saying the Titans are going to win. I, I, again, I'm not sold on. I've never been sold on Mariota. No, I, I don't think he's a playoff quality quarterback. No, I think he's one of those guys that had all the hype in the world coming out of college, and he looked really good out of college. And he's been okay to good in the in the NFL. Yeah, but okay to good doesn't win you anything in the NFL. Absolutely not. Maybe in the regular season, sure, 
But when it comes to playoffs, it means you you're out in the first round. Good luck. Absolutely. Right. So, I'm I'm not sold on that. I'm sure there's other people that are huge Titan fans that are all for it. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna win everything. Um, I'm interested to see how Jacksonville does in the regular season. They didn't look great in the preseason. Oh, for four. Um, I think they need a wide receiver. They only scored 29 points in yeah. four preseason games. Yeah. That's, they, that's tough. And they cut one of the, probably their second receiver in Tyrell Pryor. Yeah. All right, so he got cut. So we'll see if there's maybe a trade or if there's a signing off one of the other cuts. Maybe Jordan Matthews just got cut, goes over there. Who knows? Yeah. Um, Houston, like, they have the pieces. They got Deshaun Watson and DeAndre Hopkins, right? They get a running back to fill Miller's spot. They could be fine. They could. Right, they always they're gonna have some sort of D. When you have JJ Watt, you're always gonna have pressure on that guy. Yeah, absolutely. It's a matter of how the rest of the D holds up, right? So we'll. <laughs> I don't honestly. <laughs> this division, a- a- everybody uh, like dartboard. There, yeah, there's a lot of people that have Houston winning. Um, yeah, but I think that might have taken a hit with the Jadavion Clowney trade. It did. So, um, yeah, honestly, I I don't really know. I I don't know enough about these teams to even like. This is one of those ones Properly where you put guess. the four names up on a dartboard and just oh, I'll close pick, your I'll eyes pick and a toss name, it. Pick a name out of the hat other than Indianapolis, and I'll be fine. I'm taking the Texans, Yeah, but I'm not confident in that answer at all. Even then, like yeah. Indy still has the same team other than Andrew Luck. And and I don't think Jacoby Brissett is as bad as people would no, think. No, absolutely not. Okay, right? I've, we've watched Jacoby Brissett play yeah. for a few years now between New England and Indy. Yeah. He's not a bad quarterback. No, and I, I think if he's he knows it's his well. team, right? If he knows it's his team to go with and yeah. he's the starting quarterback. And the, maybe the coordinator's going to plan for him and not the starting quarterback oh, who's injured or whatever. Right, so I, I think that, you know, that may take him to the next level or make, maybe he takes a step up. I, I don't like Brissett, but I just don't know about that indie team as a whole. That's why I'm saying. Um, yeah, that division's going to be just a gong show. Yeah. Um, let's move on to the only AFC te- uh, division that we haven't talked about yet, the West. Yep. And this is a two-horse race in my mind. Oh, absolutely. With a third. The third better than has last a lot year. of hype. Yeah. But I don't know if they live up to it. Better than last year, but not enough to get into the playoffs, I don't think, in the Raiders. Fantasy-wise, they look great. Yes. I'm taking Josh Jacobs if I can. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> um... Antonio Brown looks to be back with. Ah, he looks until to be he's on the field playing with whatever f- stupid helmet he decides to pick. But like, even, I'm not even that. Like, I'm more aware of his feet than his helmet, and he looks to be all right based on video and stuff. But yeah, no. But I'm just saying, until he's actually in games with a helmet on, yeah, I have no faith in him. Is it bad that the two teams that we think are going to be close in the division both went one and three in the preseason? No, because they both sat pretty much yeah. their entire starting rosters for almost the entire preseason. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, the Chiefs and the Chargers look to be the better teams in this division. And yep. I think the Chiefs – I give the Chiefs a slight edge. I, I agree. Yep. And I, I have them winning the division. I like the Chargers. I really like the Chargers. I like the Chargers D. Right? I, I like their defense better than I do the Chiefs. Okay. I just think that Patty Mahomes and Tyreek Hill, and you throw in Travis Kelsey in there. Oh, I know is more deadly than Phillip Rivers to Keenan Allen and I guess Hunter Henry this year. I, I agree. Don't don't so, get me wrong. Yeah. I just I'm just saying I like the Chargers. Yeah. I think Phillip Rivers is an underrated quarterback in a lot of people's eyes. It always comes down to Phillip Rivers is a great regular season quarterback. Agreed. 
but we're talking can, regular but, season. I know, right but can never get it done in the playoffs. That's fine, right, but so. we're, we're talking regular season right now. No, absolutely. I like them. Yeah, I think they're going to have a very good season. Could I? Could we see two 12-win teams this year in this division? Oh, like it was the same as last year, right? They were both within one game of each other. Yeah. So, um, I, I agree. I, I have the Chiefs. Chiefs winning. Um, I think the Chargers are very close. Um, I do, I'm interested to see how Hun- Hunter Henry does this year. Yes. If he bounces back from his last three injury-riddled seasons or two, yeah. or I can't remember. Absolutely. Um, Keenan Allen's obviously going to be a breakout star, or not a breakout star, but he's going to have another star year again. Yep. Um, honestly, when it comes to the Chargers, it all depends if Melvin Gordon comes back. Absolutely. If Melvin Gordon doesn't come back, I don't think Austin Eckler is going to support very much. And it's going to be a – they're a passing team, and every team's going to rush three passers and drop everybody else back. Yeah, that's fair. And uh, that is a big thing that you have to keep an eye on for them. Um, can they scheme around it? Maybe. But as yeah. of right now, you gotta you got to say that it, it will affect them a little bit. Like I, I, I'm not saying Austin Eckler is bad by any means. No. He's a good backup running back. But he's keyword is not a backup Melvin back. Gordon. No, keyword is backup exactly. back. So he's not Melvin Gordon, which is a problem. Absolutely. Because in order for the Chargers to compete in that division, they need Melvin Gordon. Yep. And I get that maybe they don't want to pay him or whatever. Maybe he's asking for too much money. I, I don't really care. If you want to win the division, sign him. And we're going to get into that in the next division too. But Yeah. Um, yeah, but it's one of those, I don't know. We haven't heard anything from their camps, at least with the other one we're going to talk about. There's promising talks. As of today. Yeah. It only took the last weekend before the regular season to get promising <laughs> talks going. But, but the but Melvin Gordon, you haven't heard a thing. Yeah, but the other thing is, is that, I, and this is something that I've noticed for a while, the Chargers get vastly less coverage. Than most yeah. than most teams, so well, there 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 might be some real talks, and they just aren't being blown up like the Zeke talks in Dallas. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like it it is a little worrying that we haven't heard anything really. Well, it's because they're, they're the second team in LA. They're the other team in LA. Yeah. Right. Which so. is sad because they they did pretty good last year. Yeah, but the other team in LA went to the Super Bowl. So. I know, but that's that's the thing. That's what I'm saying. Like they're the other team in LA. And they did pretty damn good last year. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. So I guess we both have the Chiefs winning that. Division. Both have the Chiefs winning that division, um, which although is although if Melvin Gordon does come back, I think it would be a lot more interesting for sure. I, I don't um, think the Chargers are going to do that bad. I just think the Chiefs have just no. the edge. And that's but I think if he comes back, then it's a okay. Who wins the division games? Yeah. Oh, for sure. If he doesn't come back, then it's okay. Chiefs have twelve wins. Chargers get nine or ten. Yeah. Absolutely. Right? So. Absolutely. Um, moving over to NFC then? Yeah, let's jump over to the NFC. We'll start east to west again. Yep. Um, I think this is another two-horse race. Yeah, I would agree. If Zeke signs, I give it to Dallas. Yep. But as of right now, it's a two-horse race until he signs. And the Eagles need to hope that the Dallas Cowboys struggle the first couple weeks without him. Yep. I don't know if they will. Well, a from what I hear is that the deal is going to get done this weekend and that's, he's playing that's week the words. one. That's, that's the words that have been spoken by Adam Schefter. Yeah. Um, Apparently Jerry again. Jones and, and Zeke never wanted it to go into the regular season. Yeah. Well, so they said like, would they? No. So they set a deadline for this weekend and if everything goes right, he'll be signed. So I agree. And, and that's fine. But if he's not signed by the start of the season, the Eagles have a slight edge just because guess what? 
they don't have like their star running back in Dallas, yeah. and that that changes their game plan. As yeah. much as the rookie has played well in the preseason, don't get me wrong, hmm. he really has. Yep. I don't know. I don't think it's the same. Not even close. Well, the only thing is that Dallas survives the first three weeks, basically. They played Giants, Redskins, Miami in the first three weeks. That's true. So, so it could be it could so be even a if Zeke holds anyway. out, could be a move point then, anyway. Yeah, right. So and then they play New Orleans, Green Bay, which would be two good good back to back games that they need him back for. Yeah. That's so, fair. but at that point, I think he's back to one hundred percent. He's oh, rolling right away. The thing right? is, I think he's probably one hundred percent right now. Just needs a couple more touches to get the timing. Yeah, it's but all, like health wise, yeah. he's one hundred percent. It's all about game shape, right? That's the biggest thing. Is no, absolutely. But it it is Zeke. Yeah, like he is a freak athlete. No, for man. sure. So I I don't think he let himself drop that far. I think it's more the touches and getting the timing with the quarterback. That is the biggest thing as a running back when you're working on the handoff timing and you're working on the read. But I guess the biggest thing is that he also has Dak. He's worked with Dak for the last two years, so he, they they know that they have absolutely. To, but it's still uh, if you no, of course, touch the you, ball. You always have to have a couple. You have to have some reps to get back into it Absolutely. right so, so that that'll be interesting um let's assume that he does sign then i have the cowboys i have the cowboys yeah. too and then i have eagles too i'm interested to see how wentz does wentz, i still have them too wentz has been up and down as a quarterback absolutely the hype is all still there but and in his defense he has had some bad injuries but that's the thing is that he he he's had those for a while mm-hmm how does he overcome them? No, absolutely. I like, agree. I his, agree. His back was like, wasn't it like close to being paralyzed or something or being like career ending? Yes. Right? So is he really 100%? No, I agree. Who knows? Right? I agree. So, uh, um, I'm interested to see the Redskins. I think they're, they're going to be an okay team this year. I'm interested to see Keenum's just starting week one, but how long does he last? When does Haskins take over? Does Haskins take over if Keenum does well? If he does well, no, I don't think he does. But w- I'm interested interested to see that. Um, I'm not sure how their defense really is. Um, they're okay. Yeah. I think they're not they're not the worst, but they aren't going to light anything up. They're missing so. a few pieces, I think, but they definitely have the opportunity to be a good team in the future. Yeah, absolutely. So um, they'll be the, they are the interesting team to watch in the. Uh, but what about the? I gi- guess the Giants are the Gigantes. More like they're they're probably the more interesting team, right? How long has Eli Mass? Have they announced Eli starting? Eli starting? Eli okay. starting. Which um, is the right move in my opinion. Oh, absolutely. I, I agree. But again, yeah, how long? He, how, he looked how really long? well. He looked really good though in the regular season, Jones. Or the preseason. Oh no, no, season. Jones looked great, right? Pre-season. And so so they ha- they have the pieces. I think they need they have a tight end. Yeah. Evan Ingram's gonna be good, I think. Absolutely. Saquon is one of the top running backs in the league. In his second year. In his second yeah, in his second year. Daniel Jones looks Pretty good in the re- preseason. It's preseason, so you got to take it with a grain of salt. Exactly, but with all, with all the doubters that they had. Oh, right? absolutely. He, he was. Um, t- people thought that that pick was about twenty picks too early. Yeah, which is saying a lot. Yeah, but he's he's shown well in the uh, preseason, and he looks like a good heir apparent to Eli. Oh, absolutely, and I think <laughs> it's sad to say it, the thing they're missing is a wide receiver, and they kind of just traded away their best one, so. Yeah, that was. There's a lot that went into that trade, though. So, no, absolutely. But um, I think they're, they're they need a, a star wide receiver. I think absolutely. that's their next piece. Absolutely. Um, obviously, they need to get a little bit better on the defense because they traded away or cut basically half their defense last year. Yep. 
Um, but I definitely think that they're they're going to be an interesting team on the offensive side of the ball to watch. Yeah, absolutely. Right. So I think we're both in agreement. Though the Cowboys win the division. Yep. Giants probably last. I would I would say so. Yeah. Unless they switch to Daniel Jones and he lights up the world. Yeah, and then in that case, the Redskins go bottom. But yeah. it all all depends on how each team performs. Absolutely, right? so, absolutely. Well, let's <laughs> welcome to a preview show. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, uh, um, but I think we're both in agreement. Cowboys for sure. Yeah. Um, Eagles second, and yep. then it's three, four. Three, could, four. Could could flip, flip either way, depending on how they play. Absolutely. So. NFC North. Yep. My pack. Your pack. My pack are going to finish third in the division. There's a good possibility about that. <laughs> that's a very that's yeah. a very hurtful thing to say to myself, but yeah. they're gonna finish third in the division, I think. Yeah. And I want to say the Bears win the division. And hear me out, I don't know what you think. I we actually haven't talked about this division, yeah. you and me personally. I want to say the Bears win the division because they have the best defense in the NFL. Yep. And they will stifle the Minnesota Vikings offense when they play head to head. I think. I don't think the Vikings have enough on offense, even though they have Diggs and they have Thielen. I don't think they have enough on offense to break that Bears team enough. And the offense for the Bears is good enough. I don't want to say it's good, but I think it's good enough Yep. to get them to the top of the division. I, I agree. I think the Bears have the best defense in the league. Um, the only part I disagree with, I think the Minnesota does have enough pieces on offense, especially with getting Delvin Cook back. Okay. And having their running back piece now that they can counter. Um, last year, they didn't have that. Yeah. They had Latavius Murray, who was okay, but he's not Delvin Cook. No, I, I, I understand. And that. I think that, um, you know, they, they got Rudolph still. And then they got they drafted that new tight end, too, out of um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Alabama. Yep. Irv Smith. Um, I think they have the pieces to be great offensively. Yeah. No, I, I, I think I, they're the best offense in the division. Yeah. And I, I still, yeah, I agree. And I still think that the Bears win it, but I think Minnesota is very close. I think Minnesota's a playoff team. No, I, I think they're both um, playoff teams. That was not what I was saying. Yeah, no, 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 no. I'm, I agree with that. I'm just saying I think Minnesota has more offense than people think. Um, I'm, I'm still worried about their defense though. Yeah. Right, because they lost. Um, who they lose the linebacker? Uh, Anthony. Oh no, no, they bar. they got Bar back. They got Bar, yeah. Because he was going to go to the Jets, but then. He decided decommitted to and went back to Minnesota. Yes. Um, so I'm still worried about their defense, though. I agree. I don't think it's great by any means, but I don't think it's bad. Um, and, yeah, I'm interested to see how Trubisky does for the Bears. Yeah. See if he takes another step. He took a big step up from, he, week, from year one. He did very well last year. Not um, great, but he did very well. Oh, compared to year one, it was leaps and bounds better. Absolutely. Um, so I'm interested to see how he does again next year if he takes another step. And if he takes that another step, I don't think it's close. No. Right? So there's that. And then obviously, so that's our one, two. Uh, then the Packers, I think, are number three. Yep. Um, I do think that they win more games than last year. Well, how many did they win They last were 6, year? 9, and 1 last year. I think they're probably closer to an 8 and 18 this year. Yep. Um, Rodgers is still one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Mm-hmm. They have an interesting offense around him. But I think they have some weapons that are a little underrated. Yeah. And the defense is going to be better. I'm interested to see how the new offensive coordinator does. Absolutely. And if they, because apparently they're going to run the ball more. Uh, they kind of have to. Yeah. They they couldn't run the ball less than they did last year. Yeah. So <laughs> apparently they're going to run the ball more. So we'll see. 
Um, if Aaron Jones does anything with that. And he's, yeah. a, he's a good running back. He's I don't think he's a great running back. I don't think he's a top running back, but he's a good running back. Yeah. And that's a piece that the Packers have needed for a while. No, He's a sure. good running back. They don't need a Saquon Barkley. I don't think they've had a star running back like recently. No, they haven't. That's yeah. what I'm saying. But, but that's what I'm saying. I think they need a good running back to help Rodgers. Yeah. And I think Jones could be that. And that's why I think they win more games than they did last year. Yeah, no, I, I would third. agree. I, I just I don't know I don't know what defensive pieces they've picked up or what they've done. Nope. Um, I know they spent a lot of money on not great players. Um, the guy they signed from what, Baltimore. Yeah. They spent a lot of money on. Yeah. Average pieces, so not sure how that fits in or what goes on there, but. Um, I, mean, I, I, at, I still think they're number three for sure. Yeah. So. You look at it, I mean, you still have Blake Martinez as a linebacker. He's a solid piece. Yeah. I like him. Um, Kenny Clark, Montavious Adams is your nose tackle at the end. It's a good good spot to have. Zadarius Smith. Yeah, that's the guy they got from Baltimore. Not um, sold on him. But. I like their cornerbacks. Jair, Jair Alexander yeah. and Kevin King. He's a, he's a young guy. They both are young. Yeah. yeah. I like them. They need to be able to stay healthy and keep progressing. Yep. But I think they're going to be better than last year. Yeah, and I I don't honestly I don't think they could get worse is the biggest thing, right? So, this is very true. Um, <laughs> the interesting team for me in this division is Detroit though. They got a lot of pieces in the off season. Yep. Kenny Galladay has another year as a wide receiver. Mm-hmm. I think he's better with Matt Stafford. And they finally have a running back. In carry on Johnson, yeah. So, I think the biggest thing is they they addressed their defensive miscues. I think in the off season, yeah. And I I don't know if those pieces are enough to get them more wins or whatever it may be. Yeah. But they're an interesting team to think of because they have the yeah, pieces I, I that are available. They did not look good in preseason. No, they didn't. But I think um, that division is going to hurt them. Right. So. Yeah, no, it's um, it, the division is going to hurt the Lions for sure, and unfortunately, they're in one of the toughest divisions. To no, say that the Packers are probably going to finish eight and eight because they have to play the Vikings and the Bears twice. Yeah, exactly. That's that's ridiculous. Yeah. If you look at the Packers team, they shouldn't. It should not be an eight and eight team. I don't think. No, I, you wouldn't think so. But you know, again, it but when you play to, when you play two of the better teams in the NFC, yeah, that's that's. Gonna, when it also comes down cough. to can Aaron Rodgers stay healthy? Yep. Right. So, if he stays healthy, I think they could finish eight and eight plus. Yeah. If he can't stay healthy, I could see eight the, and eight the, minus. You know, I was gonna say I could see the Lions taking over th- for them because I don't know who their backup is anymore. That's a good question. I don't. I don't know who. I honestly don't know who Green Bay's backup is, because it was Hundley, but he's gone now. He's gone. Um, I, I can give you that answer. This is what the magic of the computer is. Um, oh, <laughs> yeah, we're we're running with a great backup, um, former Cleveland Brown Deshaun Kaiser. Yeah. Okay. So the li- if if Aaron Rodgers goes down, the Lions <laughs> are in, in third trouble. place. We um, are in trouble. Depending on when he goes down. If he goes down the second last yeah, week, we're fine. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> um, We're fine. Just go down late in the season. Yeah. Just <laughs> um. Okay. So Yikes. we both have Bears. I think we both have Minnesota finishing second. 
and then Packers, Packers finishing third, Lions last. That's fair. Um, NFC South. I don't really think it's close. I think it's the Saints. Yeah. My question then comes number two. Um, Are the Falcons as bad as they were last year? We had this conversation last week, right? So we said the Falcons lost two main pieces of their defense last year. Yes. I think their offense is one of tops in football. When they're on. Like, because you have Matty Ice, Julio, um, Calvin Ridley on the outside. Yep. Those two are pretty damn good. I agree. If Devontae Foreman bounces back from the injury, yep. I think they have a chance to be number two in the division. Which is all depending saying. on their defense. Which is what I'm saying. Yeah. Is that, are they as bad as they were last year? No. I don't think they are. No. And Carolina, I like Carolina, but I don't think that they're a great team. I, I think Carolina's defense looks great. Yes. Brian Burns looks like a, a steal at the what, 20-something yeah. pick they got him at. Yeah. Um, he's looked outstanding. Obviously, again, it comes down to preseason. Preseason. He's not playing against starters Asterix, all the time. Whatever you want to call it. But their defense still looks good. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I, I think their defense is very comparable to Minnesota, where it's – I'm worried about the corners. Yeah, that's fair. They have one guy, and I think it's Justin Jackson. Yeah. Um, who looked outstanding last year. Not worried about that one. It's your two. But that's the thing. Who's the other guy? Who's the other guy? Because you so, got to play. You got to play the Saints and the Falcons. You need some pretty good corners. And it seems like Carolina every year they beat the Saints once. I don't know if it's because the Saints are resting people or if it's just it's just a. Men- it, it's always a mental thing when it comes it's, to it's those. It's a division th- game, right? Yeah, it's all it comes down to. So it's like you always see it. I mean, you see it in every sport. Yeah. Like, the, the Jays beat the Yankees usually one series every yeah. year. It's like what? Like, yeah. <laughs> it shouldn't happen, but so, it does. I think if Cam Newton is healthy. I'm worried about that shoulder because he had problems with it all last year. Yeah, right? and he just got—he's just coming over an injury as well. Yeah, on and he's his got that ankle or calf or something. Foot, I think. Sprained foot? foot. Foot. It might be foot. Lower body. Yeah. <laughs> LBI. <laughs> right. So, um, that I think is the, the, the big question for them. Um, I think they honestly they have a good team. I think I don't know if they are. Above the Falcons, because I think the Falcons have a better offense, but I think Carolina has a better defense. So I think it all comes down to, honestly, the division games. Yep, fair enough. Right? If Carolina can win their division games against the Falcons, I think Tampa Bay's last for sure. Yes, I agree with that. In my opinion. I, I have the Saints um, one, the Buccaneers four, two and three. Fucking flip a coin. Yeah. I yeah. could not tell you the answer so, to that question. Like, my brother's team is the Panthers, so I'd love to see them go in the playoffs. I'm not sure... You guys are if really a lo- loving family. I love it. It's it's <laughs> it's great. They like we you, you guys both hate when the other person's team wins the championship, but which is usually my team. You shut up. <laughs> but like you both want your team, each other's teams, to be in the playoffs. Like it's it's so great. I love it. Yeah. So like if, if you look at Carolina's schedule, right? Yep. They play the Rams in Week One. That's they're a prob- tough prob- game. They're probably not going to win the Week That's One. That's a tough game. They play Tampa, Arizona in two and three. Okay, those are winnable games. They play Houston, which I think would be an inter- at Houston. Uh, at at Houston. Houston, which I think would be interesting. See how see how that offense does, and see how obviously it all comes down to how Houston's defense shows up and Houston's offense. Yeah, we're not all right. So like, I think Justin Jackson's probably going to match up on DeAndre Hopkins, but they're probably going to end up doubling DeAndre Hopkins the entire time. Yeah, which means cover safety. Will Fuller 
how's he going to do? Yeah. No, I agree. Who's who's going to be the running who's back? Gonna, so that'll who? be an interesting game, I think. Jacksonville, I think they can beat Jacksonville. I believe I'm not. Can. I'm not really sold on Jacksonville still. I like there's good pieces on Jacksonville, but just not yeah. enough. Tampa, they play again. I think that they can definitely beat Tampa. San Fran, I think, is an interesting game. Um, San Fran's defense looks like it's going to be good. Who knows if Nick Bosa is going to be back? He should um, be back by then. He should be back by then. Who knows? Yeah. Right? Um, My concern with San Fran is Garoppolo, but we'll get to that. We're not at that division yeah, yet. Yeah, so I think I think that's that's a little different one. Tennessee is next. Tennessee, I, I still think they can beat them. I think The Panthers, right? Can yeah. beat yeah, the yeah. Titans. Yeah, yeah. Green Bay will be an interesting game. I um, think the Panthers win that game. It all depends how Green Bay's defense shows up is really what it is. I think the Panthers win that game. Atla- and then they go Atlanta, New Orleans. Washington, um, Atlanta. Atlanta, New Orleans. I think those two games are going to be key for them if they want to make the playoffs. If they split that, that's solid. Yes. I, I think if they go one and one in that week, they're fine. Washington, I, they, they beat. And yes. then I think it comes down if they ha- they have to win that week. They have to win one of the two games against, against Atlanta. Atlanta. Yeah. Right? Seattle. Seattle look, it looks like a dangerous team now, especially with that Javion Clowney. We'll get there. Indy, I think they still can beat. Even like especially with Brissett, who knows how he's going to be. Yep. And then week seventeen all comes down. If New Orleans is in the playoffs, they rest people. Or do they rest people? What? Or do they rest people? Or do they rest people? Like uh, last year, I think it was Teddy Bridgewater played week seventeen, right? So yeah. It's going to be interesting for the Panthers. Uh, They have a shot at finishing it too. Yeah. And they have a shot at making the playoffs. Yep. I just need again. There, it's a wait and see sort of game. Exactly. I think I have the Panthers ahead of the Falcons. I'm I'm talking myself into a slight lean. But it could go either way. Absolutely. One more division, dude. We're almost yep. done. It's only been, you know, 45 minutes of talking. <laughs> and we still have to do NC2A and OUA. Let's, let's, yep. let's hurry this up. Although we're not going to talk as much about those two. No. Um, I, I'm going to say straight out the Rams win this division. I agree. And that's not even a shot at Seattle, not a shot at San Fran, and not a shot at Arizona. The Rams might be the best team in the entire league. All around? I, All I, around. Yeah. You could eat, you could definitely say that for sure, right? So that's that is more of a a boost of the Rams than anything. It, it, it honestly for them, like I think they win the division no matter what. Yeah. But I think for them to be like finished number one in the league, I think it all depends on Todd Gurley. Absolutely. Right. So like they have wide receiver pieces. Robert Woods is an, uh, probably the most underrated wide receiver in the NFL. I agree one hundred percent on that. I think Brandon Cooks is always that speed deep threat piece that they've needed, which every team needs. Every team needs that. I think Jared Goff is a he's a really really good quarterback. I would I don't know if I would call him great yet. No, because to I, me I, he's, he has he's almost there. He's yeah. almost yeah. there. He's the next level. He hasn't proven great yet. I don't think, but still I would take him on my team one hundred percent. Their defense is, their de- like their defense is one of the best in the league. Yeah, especially when you got the best player in the league. Yeah, Aaron Donald. Yeah, he can he can change games by Absolutely. himself. How how often do you say that about a defensive player in the NFL? Yeah. They they can change a game by themselves. Lawrence Taylor probably is the Lawrence Taylor. Maybe uh, Watt. I wouldn't even say JJ Watt, but like, like he can. It's no, just he, not he as can, consistent as like, Taylor and exactly Donald. right. Deion Sanders Deion probably. Sanders maybe yeah. Um. Like that's what I'm saying. It, like, he's he's definitely one of the generational talents for sure. Exactly. Um, like if he's one on one, you better hope that one on one is the best offensive lineman in the game, 
or, or McDonald slips. Yeah. <laughs> or, or like he or slips he, on the grass. Yeah, because like if not, <laughs> you have to double team him, which means it opens up for something else, right? And the so. rest, of, the rest of that line isn't chumps. Like they're no, not, not they're not just guys they pulled off the street to run at. People. And that's why Dante Fowler had such a great year in L.A. last year because he looks so. He good. was on the outside he looks of so good. Like when when you're allowed to go, just go basically one on one and free rush the the uh, quarterback. Yeah, because you have Aaron Donald, and everybody else is taking up spots. Like it helps. Yeah, Joseph Day, uh, the nose tackle, is going to have a, probably another good year. Um, Brockers is the other defensive end. Um, and who knows what Clay Matthews does? Yeah, and I called that yeah. from the moment that he was cut by the Packers or yeah. not resigned, not resigned, right? Um, I said that is a perfect spot for him to go mm-hmm. because they need a linebacker, and he fits that build. Like he can come off the edge, but he can also drop back. Absolutely. So he's going to look good. Uh, Micah Kaiser as well, the other uh, inside linebacker. Yep. And then you look at their secondary, it's Peters, Akib Talib, John Johnson the third is their strong safety, and Eric Weddle. Mm-hmm. Like I said the Bears are the number one defense in the league. Mm-hmm. I'm not denying that fact. I still think they are the number one defense in the league. LA's right there though. They're two or three. Yeah. Easily. Easily. Yeah. Two or three. So um I but think we both can agree number one for them for sure. Easy. I think How about two. <laughs> I think I honestly I think it's the Seahawks. I don't yeah, think I, I don't think there's any question about that. I agree. Um like we had some questions about like last year, last week. I think we said Seahawks. It depends on where they go and what they do. And hey, guess think, what? They I just think, did I it. Say, I think Jadavion <laughs> Clowney just take makes them take that next step up. I agree. I Agreed. think I think their defense gets that much better, especially when you think about it. Like they're if f- he's healthy, their two ends right now are Ziggy Ansah, who lit up the every other every the other lines. year. He goes off, yeah. which means this year he's gonna have a breakout year. Yep. And you got Jadavion Clowney on the other side. Yep. All right. So who do you double team? Both. Hope, hopefully, the defensive tackle doesn't do anything. But then again, who knows, right? So yeah. Um, no, I think I agree. I, with I, th- you. I think they're scary now. I agree. Um, so we'll see how they do. Uh, so they're number two for me. I agree, one hundred percent on that. Number three, I think is San Fran because I think I, they have the pieces to. Be a better team. I agree. Again, we're we're not sold on Garoppolo. I, 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 lo- I I'm lo- worried about Garoppolo. I like Garoppolo, yeah. but I'm just worried that he's not mentally prepared to take another hit. Mentally prepared, and I I, I th- again, I, as you said, I I think he's scared. Hundred percent. Like he's he came from New England where he was, sh- I wouldn't say sheltered, but he was protected. He was protected, right? And then he goes to San Fran. Becomes the highest paid quarterback in the league. Yep. And then week gets one. a week and a half or a year and a half lost injury. Yeah. Right? Uh, it's so and that's the thing. I think it's not the mental of, oh, I'm not protected by my team. It's yeah. oh God, I got I last time I did got hit, I got lit up. Well, but that's the thing. Do they have a great offensive line? I don't think they do. I don't think they do. I but think, I'm just I, saying yeah. but I'm just saying his that it's the mental getting over an injury more than anything that oh, I think is going to block him. And then I think the Cardinals are in last. But they're a, they're an interesting team because if... <laughs> it all depends on Cliff Kingsbury and Murray. If they can... They can click. figure it out. Yeah. And they have... I think they have this year to play around with stuff. Yeah. No one really expects anything from them, and I don't think the management is going to 
cut Kingsbury after one year of of a rebuild, a especially, true rebuild. Especially with a rookie quarterback, they wouldn't. Right? So they have this year to mess around, to play with stuff, to try things. Yep. They just need to use it. Use it right. You're going to lose games. Just yep. try not to try to do things that help you win games for the next year. I think they have to be innovators, uh, innovators yeah. when it comes to their offense. Try new things. Go out there. Orchestrate your offense around Murray. Moneyball this shit. Like do that. Like, <laughs> like they they have one of the greatest wide receivers in history. They have Larry Fitz. Yeah. Right. And we we had that conversation too. <laughs> yeah. And it's one of those. So they always, he, he's dependable. You know he's going to get minimum seven hundred yards. Right. Like at least. Like at least. Probably closer to nine. Probably. But like. Just throw the he, ball. He's the dependable catch. hands. Murray always has him as like a check down or whatever it may be. Yeah, absolutely. Right, they have Christian Kirk. We're not sure how he's going to be yet, but he looks interesting. Yep. Um, they, I think they drafted two other wide receivers in the first round, or yeah. first and third round. I think Something is what like it was. That, yeah. They they went all in on wide receivers and stuff this year to give him so to give him pieces exactly. And they still have David Johnson, who yeah. had a down down ish year last year. Down ish, but is is prime for a, a bounce back, especially if Kingsbury gets him more involved. Yeah, absolutely. Right? I agree. I agree 100%. So it'll be interesting to see For how For them, they... it comes down to defense. Yep. Right? So. Yep, yep, yep. So I think I think that's set for NFL, at least. Yeah. Uh, one last fun question. Final. NFL championship game. Who's in it? Who wins it? Oh, Jesus. Um, I actually have my answer ready to go. And then you go first, then. No. I asked you. <laughs> I, I, think, I think AFC is going to come down to Pats Chiefs, I think again. Okay. Um, I can see the Chiefs getting over them this time, but I'm not. Again, I don't trust the Chiefs' defense at all. Yeah. Um, I think the Pats' defense got better with their pass rush, which was one of the major problems they had last year. Yep. They have one of the better corners in the league, and Stephon Gilmore. Yep. So we'll see how that goes. Um, and then I guess NFC. I think it's going to come to Rams Saints again. And I think I think the Saints get over him this time. Um, I think Michael Thomas is set. Um, I think LA has a great defense, but I'm still not sold on if Jared Goff can get it done in the playoffs. And the Saints can call pass interference review. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. They did lose uh, Mark Ingram as a running back, but I think Kamara getting more touches yeah. makes that offense even more dangerous. Absolutely. So I would say Saints Chiefs is what I'm going to say. And your winner. I'm going to say Saints because I want Drew Brees to win. Okay. I have the Chiefs and the Patriots in the AFC as well. Yeah. I have the Chiefs coming out. I have the Rams, Saints in the <laughs> NFC as yeah. well. Great minds think alike. <laughs> the only the only team that I think could sneak into that would be the Bears and only because their defense decides to shut one of the Rams or Saints out in yep. the uh, divisional round. Yep. I don't see it happening, but that's the only team that I think could sneak in. I have the Rams going again, mm-hmm. and I have them losing again in the final to the Chiefs. Yeah. I think, like, I'm, I'm a Pats fan, so 100%. I would love to see them go on. Of course. But as a realist, I think you can never doubt Brady in the playoffs. No, absolutely not. And, and that's it's why it is hard to say yeah. Brady loses to the Chiefs in the conference final, but I still think it Yeah, I, I think, honestly, I want to see how Patty Holmes does, does this year. Yeah. He had an outstanding year last year. Absolutely. But can he do it again? Absolutely. No, I def- agree. Defenses are going to key on 
what he does. He I don't think he can do the no look passes again this year without getting picked off. But the problem is it's it's hard to read those. Like no, realistically, if he if he does it right, yeah, it's it's hard to read a no look no, pass. No, for sure. But but if he play if the if the defenses play more man to man and actually focus on the receivers, yeah, yeah, yeah. then no, I agree. We'll see. But um, I would love the Saints to win because I do love Breeze. I I would love to see a Pat Saints final. Yeah, I would love would. to see Brady. No, I would love to see Brady against Breeze. I would uh, love to yeah, see that up in a, in a in a final. That w- I think that would be awesome, <laughs> especially because both defenses are not considered top tier. Right. So I think it'd be a shootout, which I would love to see. I think all three of those matchups that we talked about, the conference finals and the, the final, mm-hmm. are all going to be shootouts. Except for if the Chiefs play the Rams, then I think it might be not as much of a shootout. Depending on how the Rams' defense does, like when they yes. played in the regular season last year, it was a huge shootout. But that's what I'm saying. Like I think yeah. all of those matchups just turn into a shootout. Like mm-hmm. it, it just the way it is in today's NFL. Well, we also thought the Super Bowl last year was going to be more than a what was it ten three. We thought it was going to be more than that, but yeah, of course we did. Yeah. Who who predicts ten three? Anyway, somebody who lost, somebody who lost or won a lot of money and yeah. <laughs> um. That's the NFL preview. Let's move on. We got two university footballs to talk about, and we'll do it quickly because we don't know as much about college football as we would like sometimes. Wow. <laughs> Sorry. Kyle just showed me a score from right now. Um, Northern Iowa up on Iowa State. The 21 ranked yeah. Iowa State. And Iowa State just missed a 31 yard field goal. Oh, 13 10, right? Yeah. Yikes. Um, Top 25, I'm going to read it out real quick. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about it, see what we think. Um, Clemson, Alabama, Georgia, Oklahoma, Ohio State are your top five. LSU, Michigan, Florida, Notre Dame, Texas, Oregon, Texas A&M, Washington, Utah, Penn State. Yes, the Nittany Lions. Auburn, UCF at 17. Michigan State, Wisconsin, Iowa, Iowa State, Syracuse, Washington State, Nebraska, and Stanford. Are your twenty-five people who just missed out? Missouri had one hundred and seventeen points. To put that into perspective, Stanford was one forty-one. Mm-hmm. So, like, they're not, they're not too not, far. Not, not far at all. Uh, Army, Mississippi State, and uh, Miami, Florida, who had a very Which, good game against. They had a very good game, so I'm interested to see if they get some bonus points. They did lose. They lost, but they looked good. But they, I, I think the big, <laughs> the biggest thing for them was Florida's defense looked good. Right there, that, Miami that, looked. Good against yeah him. that pass rush though yep I, I don't I want to know how many sacks did that guy have I can't remember his name to be honest a lot um, he he had a lot what was the guy's name um, Ankrum no was it Ankrum I don't know no Zaniga Zaniga Jabari Zaniga Zaniga he had one sack but I honestly thought it was more because he had so many pressures he had so on many pressures he looked he looked good um, for sure um. One big thing that I found with the standings, mm-hmm. SEC does not have the most teams in the standings this year no. to start the season, which has been a given for the last, oh, absolutely. God, what, seven, eight, nine years? Yeah. Big 10 has 10 teams. Yeah, that's crazy. That's a, that's a surprise to me. Mm-hmm. Or, sorry, not 10, seven teams. Why did I say 10? Um Ohio State's the top-ranked team at five, but then you have Michigan at seven, Penn State, Michigan State, Iowa, and Nebraska. 
It's a lot of teams. Yeah, it's a lot of teams. Um, that's literally half the conference is in the top twenty-five. Right. That says a lot about the Big Ten. Oh, for sure. Right. It's not even necessarily a shot at some of these other divisions. That says a lot about the Big Ten and how the football has been getting better and better and better. Yep. And now we have seven teams in the top twenty-five to start the season. It's going to be very, very competitive, I think, the entire season in that conference, Mm -hmm. and they're going to beat up on each other. My concern is that they're going to beat up on each other, and no one's going to go to the playoff. Yeah, you you could definitely see that for sure. Is right because there's un- going to be a two un- win team unless winning somebody, the championship. Unless somebody really you know proves themselves out of that group, yeah, and goes undefeated. Well, I laugh because f- the top four teams ranked in the Big Ten are all in the same conference within the conference because they there's they're split right yeah, east yeah. west. Yeah. Ohio State, Michigan, Penn State, and Michigan State are all in the same side. They're all in the East. I, I would which put is problematic. I would put Ohio State and Michigan ahead of everybody else, though. I do, but I'm just saying, yeah. like that that is problematic because that means four good teams are beating up on each other yeah. every single week. Well, and then it's going to come down to the Michigan Michigan State game, right? That's going to one of those teams is going to be upset and probably get knocked out of the playoffs because of that game. Well, Michigan State's 18 right now, so they're not even yeah. in consideration for the playoff. No, but, I mean, based on that, they're probably both going to win. They'll probably be both. One will be undefeated. One will have one loss, probably. Yep. I'm more worried about the Ohio State game Yeah. for Michigan. It's, it's no surprise. My family is Michigan people, so I like watching Michigan football. Mm-hmm. Been to multiple games. Well, it's the last game of the season, too. I know. That determines who goes... Well, pretty could, much wins it could the be division. Michigan State too, though, in the third last week. Yeah, but I'm saying that per, that game between Ohio State most likely yeah. determines who wins the East Conference in the Big Ten for sure, right? And that goes a long way in the college football playoff rankings. Mm-hmm. Again, I don't like that there's four teams in the same division that are in the top twenty. Yeah, <laughs> that's a scary thought, but it is good to see that the SEC's stranglehold on college football is weakening. Yeah. Well, and Michigan does not have an easy schedule by any means. No, not a chance. Like, they play Penn State, Wisconsin, Iowa, Notre Dame, Michigan State, and Ohio State, all ranked in top 25. Yeah. All ranked in top 20. Yeah. It's not – it is not an easy schedule. Uh, but – and Army is just outside of the top 25, by yeah. the way, who they play yeah. next week. Um, so they need to, basically what they need to do, they, they need to make a statement game against Army yep. and show that they are deserving of a top five spot. Yeah. And like right now, their easy games are Middle Tennessee, which is this week. Yeah. Illinois, Maryland. Probably Rutgers. Rutgers is not bad, though. I guess they're better than they were last year. Yeah, um, that's that's my concern. Is that like even their non-ranked games are good games because the Big Ten is good, and we saw a lot of upsets last year in the Big Ten. Like, yeah, I, I am interested to see how Michigan does. Uh, the other one that was a little bit of a surprise to me was seventeen UFC UCF being well, ranked seventeen. They made a statement today. They did make a statement. No, for sure. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. Sixty-two nothing against Florida A and M. It's Florida A and M. Yeah, but 
Wim- Wimbush did well. Gabriel did well. Um, Wimbush was the guy that came over from Notre Dame. Yep. He finished 12 of 23, so he was, wasn't very accurate. 168 he, yards. Exactly. Two touchdowns. And then the Dylan Gabriel guy, um, 9 for 13, 127 yards, three touchdowns, right? So yep. they did well. They also had the rushing attack going, which was good. Uh, I'm not sure what they did on defense, though. It uh, doesn't look like any picks. Well, so they shut the team out, so. It looks like no picks and two sacks, so like their defense didn't stand on their heads by any means, but. They gave up 92 pass yards and four rush yards. Okay. So. <laughs> they, they, I think they stood on their heads. Yeah, they, they definitely did that. They just, didn't, they just didn't get any interceptions or sacks, which yeah. is fine. Like, you don't necessarily need to do that. Uh, no, they had one sack. They had two sacks. Two sacks. Two sacks. So, I'm interested to see if they jump, how high they jump. 14 um, QB rushes. Yeah. So um, I could see them hopping and probably uh, top just below, just above the top 10, I think. I could see them definitely going there. Um, not, she, not sure where else they fit, but. No, I, ju- I was just, I think I was just surprised by 17 to start the season because it's, they're in the American Atlantic Conference. It's not a good conference. No, but they also went. Per, they went. They lost uh, what last game? Yeah. They won last, or they lost one game last year. Yeah. So. Oh no, they're a good team. Don't get me so. wrong. Again, I was just uh, again seventeen just seemed high. Yeah. Top twenty five was not high. I think I, I just saw them in like the twenty range. Yeah. I think honestly, if you transfer out of that division, yeah, I still think they're probably one of the better teams in, in the country. Absolutely. And I'm just saying because of their schedule, I figured the rankings might yeah. drop them down. No, but for sure. It is what it is. Um, so who is your top team? Clemson. Clemson. I, I don't think it's really close right now. I, I think Alabama's right there, but I still think it's Clemson. Oh, update. Um, the Packers no longer have Deshaun Kaiser as their backup quarterback. They just released him. <laughs> so I don't even know who our backup quarterback is. <laughs> We're not going to play that game. Anyways, continue. Yes, Alabama's right there. I agree. And Georgia, I think, is very close as well. Yeah, they, I they, like the Bulldogs. They looked good today, so we'll see how that goes. Um, Justin Fields looked good, so we'll see how Georgia does. Oklahoma has their fourth Heisman potential quarterback or third Heisman potential quarterback in three years. Yep. <laughs> so they look good as well. Mm-hmm. I can see them going to the playoff once again. Um, I don't think there's two SEC teams in the playoffs this year. Mm, probably not. I don't no. think Georgia and Bama both make the playoffs. One of them, yes. I don't think both of them. Do they play Do they play each other this year? No, they don't. That is a good question. Do they? No. But Georgia plays Notre Dame in week four. They play Florida in week eight. And then they finish the year Auburn, Texas, a- Texas A&M, Georgia Tech. So those could be, if they get upset in any of those games, that could really hurt their chances. Yeah, and then uh, Bama has nobody. Texas A&M, uh, LSU. LSU, Auburn. But compared Mississippi to Mississippi State too, they're they're always a yeah, tough team. Yeah, but the uh, if you look at strength of schedule comparatively, yeah, Georgia th- has a better I th- schedule. I think Alabama could be hurt by that. Yep. Right. So. No, um, oh, I agree. I'm just just reading it. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll see how that goes. So. Yep. No, for sure. Um, Notre Dame, that's your team in college. Yep. I know that they're an interesting team. I think this year. 
can they can they sneak into that playoff conversation? I, I think based on their schedule, they're going to have a hard time because they play Georgia and they play Michigan as well. Yeah. Um, so those would be two good games that are basically a must win because they're also in the independent con- conference. No, so no. they don't have that. That's not a conference. They're just independent. Sorry, independence. That's what I mean. But like, <laughs> there's a bunch of teams that are all independents. So they have Michigan, they have Georgia, and they have Stanford. Yes. Right? So they have some tough teams to play against. Yeah. But. Their schedule overall. It's the schedule overall. That's why a lot of pe- people didn't like them being in the uh, championship last year or in the playoffs last year because, oh, who'd they play? Well, they played some good teams, but. And But that's the thing. They showed in the playoff that. It, last year it was Clemson, Alabama. Yeah, no, no, it was clear. and, and it, w- it wasn't even close because Oklahoma you, was the third team, and yeah. they they did even, they get blown out. They got blown out by Alabama too, yeah. right? So, um, so. I, I honestly, I think it just came down to it was a two team two team race last year. It might be again this year, depending on how teams do, but we'll see. I think there's a clear number one though this yeah. year, which is different from last year. Well, it's because Trevor Lawrence stepped up, and now we know he's and a, Etienne looked. Yeah. Stupid good. Yeah. All right. So I think players stepped up on their team, and you can definitely tell that they have yeah. NFL quality players. Yeah. Right. So that's fair. I mean, is there really anything else you want to talk about in college football? Not really. Heisman favorites. I don't. I haven't focused enough on it to be honest. Okay. I would well, probably we'll say I would that. probably say Trevor Lawrence would be a favorite. Etienne would be up there yeah. too. I think uh, you could even say Tua. Could be if if he it, if he shows up, he, he has to take a next step. I and think. even Hertz, yeah, could could also be in the conversation. Well, yeah, I'd like to see how he does, but I, I think it's Trevor Lawrence's to lose. Yeah, personally, so that's fair. Um, moving on, one more one more thing. We're almost there, Kyle. Almost there. Almost there. This one I know you don't necessarily watch as much, which nope, is fine. Most people don't. I have to now. Yeah. <laughs> Um, for those of you who have not heard, I will be the voice of Western Mustang football this year, mm-hmm. play-by-play for all their home games. First game is Monday, September 2nd. Please tune in 7 o'clock on OUA TV. Mustang TV will be uh, doing the broadcast. If you're in London, you can catch it on Rogers TV on Thursday at 9 o'clock. They, they take the feed and replay it. I don't know why it's not live, but whatever. Um, week one happened last week, five games, five sort of convincing wins. Yeah. One was not as convincing. Waterloo beat Toronto 33 to 30. Um, you're defending champion Mustangs one against Laurier, who are a very good team. Yep. Don't get me wrong. They, it was a tough first game. They won 32, 19. They did not look good in that win. Yeah. At all. I was looking at the stats, and I was disappointed. Um, If you look at the yardage, they gave up 442 yards. (laughs) 360 in the air, 192 on the ground. That's That's not encouraging. No, not at all. And they only got 329 yards. 236 through the air and 93 on the ground. Yep. For a team that's supposed to be lethal and like unstoppable in OUA, yep. it was not convincing. No, not by any means. No. Um, 
Defensively, they got a pick six, which is good. They had two sacks. Offensively, they gave up five sacks. Against a good Laurier team. Don't again, yeah. like I can't discredit the fact that Laurier is a good team. Mm-hmm. I have Laurier finishing second behind Western. Yeah. But it was it was the sign that this is a new era. Yep. They don't have Alex Taylor, they don't have Cedric Joseph to run that ball from the backfield to give Chris Merchant a chance to air the ball out. Yep. They don't have the elite wide receivers other than I mean Malik Bessinger is good. He's a very good receiver. Yep. Uh, Ellerman is good. But Ellerman's a slot receiver. Cole Majoros is a slot receiver. They get 10 yards. There's a, there's a lot of slot receivers in today's game, for sure. But they get 10 yards yeah. and then get tackled. Like, there's not a whole lot. No. Um, there's no there's no game breakers. Right? Mark Leggio is an elite kicker. But an elite kicker can only get you so far. Yeah. Chris Merchant is an elite Canadian University quarterback. But he only threw for 236 yards. Yeah. It's a lot to put on these guys. Well, is is that so? He only threw two thirty six. Is that saying something about their offense, or is that saying something about Laurier's defense? I think it's saying something about the offensive line. Okay. Because last year he lit Laurier up mm-hmm. in a shootout. Yeah. Because the what Mustang defense didn't show up. Yeah. This year, the offensive line for the Mustangs is four rookies. Right. That's that's a lot mm-hmm. for an offensive line to keep. The quarterback standing. They gave up five sacks, though. Again, they gave up five sacks to a very, very good Laurier team. Yeah. I, I don't want to discredit that. But now they're going up against Queens, who, guess what, got five sacks last week. Yeah. Against Carlton, who is another good team. Like, it's one of those things, like, I am concerned. I still think Western wins the division. Yep. I still think they go to the playoffs as a, as a one seed. Yep. I still think they win the Yates Cup. But are they vulnerable? Hell yes. Yeah. And if you look across the country, Laval, Montreal are not vulnerable in no. the Quebec League. You look out west. Dinos. The Dinos and UBC, not really vulnerable. Yeah. Maybe even Saskatchewan. Those three teams are not vulnerable. Yep. Out east. I, just, probably, I think I think we Acadia? could beat. I think we could beat a team out yeah. east. But to be in that elite conversation. And, like, right now, Western is ranked number two in the country. Behind After that, Laval? Behind Laval. And right in front of Montreal. I'm not convinced. They, and they, I love Mustangs. They, ha- they have to prove it. It's the biggest thing, right? Yeah. And Marshall's going to. Like, he's going to get his team going. He's going to get the guys going. I'm worried about Trey Humes as their running back. Yep. Because he's spent three years behind Alex Taylor and Cedric Joseph, two of probably the best running backs in OUA history. Yep. Easily the best running back tandem in OUA history. Maybe even all of CIS slash U Sports mm-hmm. history. He looked bad last week. Yep. He had twenty three rush yards on ten attempts. Yep. That's not good. No, not which is sad years. because he, the last three years, has averaged over seven yards or carry. He had a two point three rush average last week. Yeah, it's and it's it's the change of the guard is really what it is, right? So yeah. that's the biggest thing. So I think I'm interested to see because I think Mc, I think McMaster had a great year last year. 
had a better year last year, yeah. Or sorry, um, they also had a great first game this year. Um, yep, they they put up twenty five points. That's not great, but the only they gave up a field goal and a kick return. That's the only point they, they put up twenty five points though on Guelph. Yeah, and Guelph is no slouch. Guelph is no longer no yeah. slouch. No yeah. slouch. So, and the only only Guelph points was a field goal at the end of the game, and a hundred yard kick return to start the game. Yep, that's the only points they put up. So, which is saying something, which means you know maybe maybe McMaster takes that another step and gets up in that conversation about being up there. Who knows? Um, I, I think it is Westerns to lose. They need to definitely take a step forward from what they did week one. Yes. Um, and if they don't, then I think it's <laughs> it's a wide know, open it's division. Wide open, right? So two through five is entertaining. Like this who year. did Toronto play? They played Waterloo. Toronto played Waterloo and they lost thirty three thirty. And they put up, I'm pretty much sure, the most yards in the the league. Toronto? They had like five hundred and something. Yeah, five sixty four. Yeah. Four hundred and seventy one pass yards. Which is for the varsity crazy. blues, baby. So Waterloo's not a good team though. No. <laughs> so Um No, and, and that's the thing, like Toronto is taking steps forward. Yeah. Um, Waterloo is taking steps forward. Windsor is taking steps forward. So the bottom of the division is no longer a walk in the park. Yeah. The top end of the division was always Western and then. Mm-hmm. Um, the last couple of years, Laurier has been up there. Guelph has been up there. Um, it's been a while since Queens has been up there, but they're, they're looking better. Been up there as well. Mac has been up there. Um, so I, th- I could see f- five teams yeah. all finishing second. Like Mac, Carlton, Queens, uh, Laurier, and Guelph. Any of those teams could finish second. Yep. And if, in my opinion, if Carlton steps up the way I think they can, yep. they could beat Western. Mac could beat Western. Which is saying something because Carlton's team just got brought back, what, five years ago? Five, six. Six years ago? Six years, I think, now. Yeah, because their first game was against Western. Which is crazy. Laid up. I think they gave up 108 points. Yeah. <laughs> like, you think about it like a team coming brand new into OUA yeah. six years ago, and now we're talking about how them being possibly a second-place team. If they can beat Western, maybe they can take another step. Who knows? Yeah. Right? So it's, it's kind of crazy for that, especially. Well, there was one year where they were, they were the team. Yeah. Like... If it wasn't going to be Western, it was going to be Carlton. Like, yeah. Which, again, is damn impressive. Yeah. But then they've kind of fallen off a cliff. So they went 6-2 and two three years ago, yeah. in 2016. And were tied for third in the OUA because there was two teams at 7-1. and one. Right. Then they went 3-5. and five. Yeah. Or, sorry, yeah, 3-5 and five the next year. Yeah. Which, like, so like, you think about it, it's like... It's it's huge about that. So, before we get too much off topic, I think we can both say it's Westerns to lose. But not comfortably. But not comfortably, right? So, <laughs> they need to take another step up. Um, I don't know too much more about, you know, Montreal football no, no, compared yeah, yeah, yeah. to out west, out east. I don't know. I know Laval is always going to be up there. Laval, Montreal will always be in the final of the Quebec League. I know Calgary is always out there for uh, out west. Calgary, UBC, and Saskatchewan. And usually out east, it's Acadia and... Halifax. Yeah, I don't know. Usually. It's not 
not a kid. That there, it really doesn't matter. Whoever yeah. comes out of that division loses first round yeah. in the playoffs anyway. Um, Saint FX has actually been good recently. Yeah. So, um, it's yeah, it's. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to go too far into it. Like I, I think there's definitely a large opportunity for other teams to take another step up. Yep. Um, but I think we can both agree that it's, it's probably westerns. So. Yep. Um, Absolutely, and there's nothing wrong with saying that. Yeah. Um. But well, obviously, you want other teams to go out there. You don't want the same team winning every year, which is what it seems to recently has been Western has been. They've won the last two. Laurier won the time before that, well, and the year before that, Guelph but, won. But it was Western was always the number one team. Yes. Usually going into that, and then yes, no, they, and, they and you know what? It, that is a hundred percent true. Um, right. because they lost two Yates Cups. Yeah. On home soil. Yeah. Which is one of the hardest things to watch. Oh, absolutely, and especially because I'm pretty sure they were winning in one of them, and they blew it in the. Fourth quarter, I'm pretty sure it wasn't even the second half. It was fourth quarter. Yeah, they were up 21 points going yeah. into the fourth quarter. 14 points with four minutes left. And yeah, blew it, and they blew it. Right, so it's <laughs> it's obviously you'd love to see another team do it. Obviously, Western has that reputation of always being there no matter what. And I think that that's akin to the scouting. Oh, for sure. And Coach Marshall has that kind of pull in OUA. Absolutely, right? and everybody wants to go play for Western. Everybody wants to be known, like, play for there, right? That, that's the football team you want to play for if you're going yep. to, to Ontario, right? So, um, Chris Merchant came back from NC two A to play for the Western Western Mustangs. Yeah. He was he played at University of Buffalo for a year with Khalil Mack. Yeah, he's like, yep, no, this isn't for me, and so. and, and he's a Calgary boy, so he could have gone back out east and played for the Dinos. Yeah, but no, he's like, no, I want to go play for Western. Yeah, so which is saying something, right? What? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> So. Um, but again, I think it's this year could be interesting, and I'm I'm excited to call the games. I think it's going to be a real fun time. Yep. And I think getting to see because I get to watch them play Queens this week. Mac is their next home game. After that, I think they go on the road. They play at Carlton in bet- uh, after Mac. Yeah. Or sorry, let me correct that. Queens is at home. Mac is away the next week, and then I get to see Carlton. And then the last two games of the season, I get to see Waterloo, Ottawa. And the GGs have been better, too. They didn't yeah. play week one, so we ha- we don't really have any info on them right now. But it'll be interesting to see um, how those teams play as well. Oh, yeah, it'll be an interesting season. Uh, I'm gonna definitely going to follow it a little bit more than I usually do. But Well, it helps so. that you have someone who is in it now. That's true. <laughs> um, so, yeah, no, it'll definitely be an interesting season for sure. Yeah. Uh, make sure you tune in. Uh, they do a great job in the OUA. I, mm-hmm. I, I was always impressed when I was in school. They do a great job trying to keep everyone involved. Um, make sure you watch the games on OUA TV. You do have to create a login, but it's free. Yep. So you don't, you're not charged anything. Don't worry about that. Keep it locked in there and see how these teams play out. I know it's Canadian University football, so people but it, probably won't. But football, football lovers out there still won't. Football lovers will watch it. So, all right. Three leagues, three previews. Is there anything else you want to talk about quickly while we're here? No. I I think we've pretty much touched on everything we really need to touch on. So, yeah. One thing I do want to say shout out to Nevada with the big upset. Yep. Um, Yep. And shout out to the coach because uh, if you guys haven't seen this story, they won on a 
was it an overtime or a last second? Game? Last second field goal. Last second, 56-yard field goal from a walk-on freshman. End of the game. All the pressure on him. Good for him kicking that. Team loved it. Team jumped all over him. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's that is real camaraderie. Oh, absolutely. Uh, he was given the game ball, and as the coach tossed him the game ball, he said, uh, kicks a 56-yard field goal, gets the game ball, and a scholarship to boot. Yeah. As he tosses the ball to the kid, and the team just piles this kid in the change room. Unbelievable video. Please check it out. I'm going to try to post it on Twitter and Instagram because it is phenomenal. A um, couple other quick notes. Uh, I guess small notes. United looked like trash this weekend. Chelsea looked like trash. Chelsea looked like trash. Liverpool looked good. Um, Luke Shaw's out for a little bit, which isn't good. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Sanchez is gone. Unfortunately, so is Smalling. Yep. I like Smalling. People don't. Whatever. Um, NHL will be coming up soon. We're excited for that, so we'll, we'll keep you posted on those. We might do a quick preview of the Canadian teams. Um, probably two... That episode sort of thing. Yep. Moving forward. And I guess OHL and ECHL and AHL are all starting up soon too. So we got a lot to talk about coming up. We will keep you stuff. keep you posted on MLB. Don't worry. It's part of the September call-ups. I'm kind of s- interested to see some of the teams, that yep. what they do. Who gets brought up, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so that'll pretty much do it from us here for this episode. Uh, make sure you follow us on Twitter. Like, uh the Instagram stories. Let us know what you guys want us to talk about. We're always open to suggestions. And uh, we appreciate you following us. So from everyone here at Garage Sports, we will see you next time. See you.